Today's audio devotional was made possible thanks to the generous efforts and support of Belfield Presbyterian Church in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You can find this podcast and many others like it at devocast.com. Thanks for listening. Heidelberg Catechism. Question 75. How does the Holy Supper remind and assure you that you share in Christ's one sacrifice on the cross and in all his benefits? In this way. Christ has commanded me and all believers to eat this broken bread and to drink this cup in remembrance of him. With this command comes these promises. First, as surely as I see with my eyes the bread of the Lord broken for me and the cup shared with me, so surely his body was offered and broken for me and his blood poured out for me on the cross. Second, as surely as I receive from the hand of the one who serves and taste with my mouth the bread and cup of the Lord, given me as sure signs of Christ's body and blood, so surely he nourishes and refreshes my soul for eternal life with his crucified body and poured out blood. Question 76. What does it mean to eat the crucified body of Christ and to drink his poured out blood? It means to accept with a believing heart the entire suffering and death of Christ and thereby to receive forgiveness of sins and eternal life. But it means more. Through the Holy Spirit who lives both in Christ and in us, we are united more and more to Christ's blessed body. And so, although he is in heaven and we are on earth, we are flesh of his flesh and bone of his bone, and we forever live on and are governed by one spirit, as the members of our body are by one soul. Question 77. Where does Christ promise to nourish and refresh believers with his body and blood as surely as they eat this broken bread and drink this cup? In the institution of the Lord's Supper, The Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body that is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. This promise is repeated by Paul in these words, The cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a sharing in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a sharing in the body of Christ? Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. The lesson is from the book of Nehemiah. Nehemiah chapter 1. The words of Nehemiah, the son of Hakaliah. Now it happened in the month of Chislev, in the twelfth year, as I was in Susa the citadel, that Hanani, one of my brothers, came with certain men from Judah, and I asked them concerning the Jews who had escaped, who had survived the exile, and concerning Jerusalem. And they said to me, The remnant there in the province who have survived the exile is in great trouble and shame. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down, and its gates are destroyed by fire. As soon as I heard these words, I sat down and wept and mourned for days. And I continued fasting and praying before the God of heaven. And I said, O Lord, God of heaven, the great and awesome God, who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments, let your ear be attentive and your eyes open to hear the prayer of your servant that I now pray before you day and night for the people of Israelite, your servants, confessing the sins of the people of Israel, which we have sinned against you. Even I and my father's house have sinned. We have acted very corruptly against you and have not kept the commandments, 
the statues, and the rules that you commanded your servant Moses. Remember the word that you commanded your servant Moses, saying, If you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the peoples. But if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, though your outcasts are in the uttermost parts of heaven, from there I will gather them and bring them to the place that I have chosen to make my name dwell there. They are your servants and your people, whom you have redeemed by your great power and by your strong hand. O Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and to the prayer of your servants who delight to fear your name and give success to your servant today and grant him mercy in the sight of this man. Now I was cupbearer to the king. Nehemiah chapter 2. In the month of Nisan, in the twelfth year of King Artaxerxes, when wine was before him, I took up the wine and gave it to the king. Now I had not been sad in his presence. And the king said to me, Why is your face sad, seeing you are not sick? This is nothing but sadness of heart. Then I was very much afraid. I said to the king, Let the king live forever. Why should not my face be sad? When the city, the place of my father's graves, lies in ruins, and its gates have been destroyed by fire. Then the king said to me, What are you requesting? So I prayed to the God of heaven. And I said to the king, If it pleases the king, and if your servant has found favor in your sight, then send me to Judah, to the city of my father's graves, that I may rebuild it. And the king said to me, the queen sitting beside him, how long will you be gone, and when will you return? So it pleased the king to send me when I had given him a time. And I said to the king, If it pleases the king, let letters be given to me, to the governors of the province beyond the river, that they may let me pass through until I come to Judah. And let a letter to Asaph, the keeper of the king's forest, that he may give me timber to make beams for the gates of the fortress of the temple, and for the wall of the city, and for the house that I shall occupy. And the king granted me what I had asked, for the good hand of my God was upon me. Then I came to the governors of the province beyond the river, and gave them the king's letters. Now the king had sent me with officers of the army and horsemen. But when Sanballat the Horonite and Tobiah the Ammonite servant heard this, it displeased them greatly, that someone had come to seek the welfare of the people of Israel. So I went to Jerusalem and was there three days. Then I arose in the night, I and a few men with me, and I told no one what my God had put in my heart to do for Jerusalem. There was no animal with me but the one on which I rode. I went out by night by the valley gate to the dragon spring and to the gun gate, and I inspected the walls of Jerusalem that were broken down and its gates that had been destroyed by fire. And I went on to the fountain gate and to the king's pool, but there was no room for the animal that was under me to pass. Then I went up in the night by the valley and inspected the wall. Then I turned back and entered by the valley gate and so returned. And the officials did not know where I had gone or what I was doing. And I had not yet told the Jews, the priests, the nobles, the officials, and the rest who were to do the work. Then I said to them, You see the trouble we are in, how Jerusalem lies in ruins with its gates burned. Come, let us build the wall of Jerusalem that we may no longer suffer derision. And I 
told them of the hand of my God that had been upon me for good, and also of the words that the king had spoken to me. And they said, Let us rise up and build. So they strengthened their hands for the good work. And when Sanballat the Horonite and Tobiah the Ammonite servant and Geshem the Arab heard of it, they jeered at us and despised us and said, What is this thing you are doing? Are you rebelling against the king? Then I replied to them, The God of heaven will make us prosper, and we are his servants, will arise and build, but you have no portion or right or claim in Jerusalem. Nehemiah chapter 3. Then Eliashib, the high priest, rose up with his brothers, the priests, and they built the sheep gate. They consecrated it and set its doors. They consecrated it as far as the Tower of the Hundred, as far as the Tower of Hananel. And next to him, the men of Jericho built. And next to them, Zakur, the son of Imri, built. The sons of Hassaniah built the fish gate. They laid its beams and set its doors, its bolts and bars. Next to them, Merimoth, the son of Uriah, son of Hakaz, repaired. And next to them, Meshulam, the son of Berechiah, son of Meshezabel, repaired. And next to them, Zadok, the son of Baana, repaired. And next to them, the Tekoites repaired. But their nobles would not stoop to serve their lord. Jehoiada, the son of Pesea, and Meshulam, the son of Bezodiah, repaired the gate of Yashanan. They laid its beams and set its doors, its bolts, and its bars. And next to them, repaired Melatiah, the Gibeonite, and Jadon, the Maranothite, the men of Gibeon, and Mizpah, the seat of the governor of the province beyond the river. Next to them, Uziel, the son of Harhiah, goldsmiths, repaired. Next to them, Hananiah, one of the perfumers, repaired, and they restored Jerusalem as far as the broad wall. Next to them, Rephiah, the son of Hur, ruler of the Hasp district of Jerusalem, repaired. Next to them, Jedidiah, the son of Harumath, repaired opposite his house. And next to him, Hatish, the son of Hashabiah repaired, Melchiah, the son of Harim, and Hasib, the son of Pahathmoab, repaired another section, and the tower of the ovens. Next to him, Shalom, the son of Halohesh, ruler of the half-district of Jerusalem, repaired, he and his daughters. Hanan and the inhabitants of Zenoa repaired the valley gate. They rebuilt it and set its doors, its bolts, and its bars, and repaired a thousand cubits of the wall as far as the dung gate. Melchiah, the son of Rechab, ruler of the district of Beth-Hakarim, repaired the dung gate. He rebuilt it and set its doors, its bolts, and its bars. And Shalom, the son of Kolhazeth, ruler of the district of Mizpah, repaired the fountain gate. He rebuilt it and covered it and set its doors, its bars, and its bolts. And he rebuilt the wall of the pool of Shelah of the king's garden, as far as the stairs that go down from the city of David. After him, Nehemiah the son of Azbuk, ruler of the half-district of Bethzur, repaired to a point opposite the tombs of David, as far as the artificial pool, and as far as the house of the mighty men. After him, the Levites repaired. Rehum, the son of Bani, next to him, Hashabiah, ruler of the half-district of Keliah, repaired for his district. After him, their brothers repaired. Bavai, Henadad, ruler of the Hash district of Keliah. Next to him, Ezer, the son of Jeshua, ruler of Mizpah, repaired. Another section opposite the ascent to the armory at the buttress. 
After him, Baruch the son of Zabbi repaired another section from the buttress to the door of the house of Eliasha the high priest. After him, Merimoth the son of Uriah, son of Hakaz, repaired another section from the door of the house of Eliashib to the house of Eliashib. After him, the priests, the men of the surrounding area, repaired. After them, Benjamin and Hashbar repaired opposite their house. After them, Azariah, the son of Messiah, son of Ananiah, repaired beside his house. After him, Benui, the son of Hanadad, repaired another section from the house of Azariah to the buttress and to the corner. Palal the son of Uzai, repaired it opposite the buttress and the tower projecting from the upper house of the king at the court of the guard. After him, Bediah, the son of Parash, and the temple servants living on Ophel, repaired to a point opposite the water gate on the east and the projecting tower. After him, the Tokoites repaired another section opposite the great projecting tower as far as the wall of Ophel. Above the horse gate, the priests repaired, each one opposite his own house, after them, Zadok, the son of Immer, repaired opposite his own house. After him, Shemaiah, the son of Sekaniah, the keeper of the east gate, repaired. After him, Hananiah, the son of Shemaliah, and Hanan, the son of Zalafah, repaired another section. After him, Meshulam, the son of Berechiah, repaired opposite his chamber. After him, Melchiah, one of the goldsmiths, repaired as far as the house of the temple servants and of the merchants, opposite the muster gate and to the upper chamber of the corner. Between the upper chamber of the corner and the sheep gate, the goldsmiths and the merchants repaired. Meditate and dwell on what you're paying attention to in God's Word. How has it connected with your heart or mind? Pray to God freely about what has moved you today. Turn your thoughts to Him and enjoy His presence. We offer the following as prayer topic suggestions. For those who create entertainment. For Asia. Thank you for listening to DevoCast.